0: And welcome to episode 99 of Otaki Brothers, our annual holiday special. My name is Rusty, and I am sitting here with my forever co-host and brother-in-law. Ryan, how you doing, man?
1: I'm good. I uh, I stayed up way too late playing uh, Demon Souls last night, um, doing that trophy grind. So, a little tired, but I'm excited. This is our unofficial 100th episode, from what you were saying.
0: That it is. We actually recorded, for those that remember... Episode uh, well, we didn't really title it a number. It was our parasite review, uh, which won Best Picture last year. And we was supposed to be a part of an ongoing series where Ryan and I, if we didn't have the time to prep for a two to three hour show, as Talking Brothers typically runs for, we would just review a movie or maybe a TV show episode or something in that uh, in that regard. We kind of didn't stick with that. I don't know if it was because of the pandemic or what really caused us to not stick with it. But in any case, this is technically our 100th episode. So Ryan and I have something very special planned for all of you, the listeners, that I'm really kind of geeked up about, excited to kind of reveal here momentarily. Which uh, we'll get to. It's in the show notes if you want
1: to skip to it, but yeah, I encourage I've you. I've been teased yeah. all week, so I'm, I'm ready to hear this. Well, I clipped together. It's weird. It's
0: only Thursday. It is. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve, folks. Yeah. But I clipped together a little two-minute tease for Ryan and a few of the people in the Discord. So you know who you are. Uh, you are definitely a special person if you got a little tease of the the... But well, it's going to be a fun audio clip that Ryan and I are going to share. We'll talk about it more later, but we hope on behalf of both Ryan and myself, everyone is safe and having a wonderful, relaxing holiday evening, Christmas Eve, whatever it is that you celebrate, Ryan and I just hope all of you are healthy, safe, and just get some time to kick up your feet, play some good video games, and maybe you have a nice hot beverage or just the beverage of your choice, preferably it'd be hot. I know I'm drinking some piping hot coffee right now because that's the only way to drink your coffee right ryan
1: yeah it is and black mm, mm-hmm. yeah we don't need that cream and shit
0: well typically well not typically but occasionally i'll throw some uh some baileys unsweet <laughs> well it is 11 it's 12 o'clock somewhere yeah. right uh no i i typically throw some unsweetened almond milk in there okay yeah, yeah the
1: only time i drink cream is when i'm at the parents mm, mm-hmm. um mom got like a reese's cream and it tasted like my coffee tasted like Reese's Cups. Yeah, it sounds a little too sweet for my taste. It was. it That and some like Sweet and Low mm-hmm. or some Splenda. Yeah.
0: Well, I wanted to either get Bailey's or Eggnog yesterday when I went to the store for us just because I wanted to make it special. I wanted okay. us to get in the spirit of the season while we record our holiday special. But I couldn't find anything. Eggnog was completely sold out. And I actually never got around to looking for Bailey's, but we do
1: have some coffee. So we're Yeah, I was expecting like go. lights, kind of Christmas lights hanging all around your room and I mean you got a new light. It's low production budget, you know. Yeah, I mean here. it's also a podcast and no one can see it, so it doesn't really matter, but Oh yeah. Do you wanna tell them about the cool light you're gonna Oh yeah, one of Lauren's girlfriends came over last weekend. It was actually her
0: maid of honor that was in our wedding, and she got a really awesome gift for Lauren and I. So basically it is a LED light that you can hang on your wall, which is actually going to hang right above my game shelf, above the heads of all of my Jinjos that are sitting there the little plushie dolls there. And it says Lewis family game room. And it has like a little, what appears to be kind of a generic game controller, but it has like a little remote that I can control from my desk. And there's 12 different colors that I can kind of customize it to be. So when I do end up coming back to streaming, early next year whether it's a kind of a cozy christmasy type game that i'm playing or you know in the the halloween season i can change the color to kind of fit the mood yeah no that's gonna look awesome so i'm super pumped about that and are hopefully you
1: still, are you still thinking of doing like led lights around like neon purple or something like that
0: i'm still thinking about how i'm gonna kind of finish out outfitting the room if you uh-huh. will uh the aesthetic side of things i mean certainly i need to hang up the posters so i'm actually hoping that maybe my dad can stop by this weekend and we can hang up um the kingdom hearts painting and the banjo kazooie and yoshi story posters and then we have a few other ones that will go above the couch as well because once i get all that set up stuff set up i think it'll start to feel a little bit more solidified that this is my space you know yeah. this is the cozy place that i come to to kind of Kick, kick my feet up and just relax. So that's the hope. That's the plan. um But obviously, I want to be cautious. Like Lauren and I are, are staying put this year for Christmas. Even though my family is within 10 minutes, uh, really of all my parents, uh, including in-laws. So we're just staying put. Lauren and I are going to just hang out tomorrow. She actually, as part of her Instagram stuff that she does, a company reached out to her and said, "Hey, would you mind reviewing um, accessories for the Switch?" And Lauren said, "Well." Potentially, like, what What are you thinking about? And they sent her this really great uh, hand grip thing oh, so cool. you can play it um, portably. But for me, when I play the Switch portably with just the actual uh, Joy-Cons connected to the screen, it just really cramps my wrists because it's just such an awkward position for me. Yeah, Similar to even the Vita nowadays, like I my wrists are just really screwed up <laughs> largely because of uh, I write really, really hard yeah so when i took notes when i was studying for the cpa exam my wrist just, just grinding the pencil into the paper. i really did my wrist just got shot and so that's kind of really affected my ability to play games portably but something like these grips actually really helps alleviate the pain that i experienced when i play those games so is she enjoying it so far she loves it yeah nice yeah so she's really pumped about it and that's I'm cool
1: like, lauren's now
0: sponsored yeah she's she, gonna be what? ninja someday exactly she's getting sponsored by these random like uh i guess third-party companies that Make these accessories, so that's that's cool, kind of neat. Yeah, as long as so they basically fund her the money and say, hey, go buy it, and then all you have to do is just take a picture, put it on your account, and throw up a review on Amazon.
1: That's really cool. So why not? She started from the bottom. Now she's here. Well, it was funny because
0: she they originally said, hey, would you mind reviewing this one? And I don't even remember what it was. I don't even think it was actual hand grips. It was just some kind of like third party. Um, switch pro controller or something like that okay which was like 15 bucks and then she's like actually would you mind doing this one the hand grip one which was like 60 or 70 bucks and they're like yeah sure whatever <laughs> yeah. and so she got that one so uh the power of negotiation right
1: nice She's definitely winning there.
0: Yes. But, Ryan, we are doing a holiday special, which that means we have to do our annual gift exchange, as we always do. I know I already got my special gift. I was not expecting, nor am I anticipating, anything from you. Okay. Because you got the Kingdom Hearts painting. But I did get two uh, pretty fun things for you. Thank you. And, uh, well, you don't have to thank me yet. You don't even know what it is.
1: (laughs) Thank you for the shit you're going to
0: give me. It could be a dud (laughs) gift, you know. But, uh... Typically, what I type, I like to do for you is get you themed presents. So okay. it's all kind of a consistent across the board type gift. And I think I did pretty well this year. One of them actually didn't make it in time for this recording.
2: Okay. But I think
1: you'll still be happy with the two gifts that I got for you. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm going to be like Dudley from Harry Potter 1. Only 36 gifts!
0: <laughs> last year, last year, I had 37.
1: Fine, we'll go get you another one. And then you attack me with a snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my. Harry, yeah. Quoting Harry Potter. It happens every episode, right? Yeah, probably. Anyways, yeah. So, we have the gift exchange, which we'll get to. And then Ryan and I have the gift to the listeners, which I, again, I'm so thrilled to finally... Uh, Kind of unearth this. It's something that I've been wanting to do for over a year. It's been in planning for over a year. And finally, we get to reveal it here on episode 99 for the Christmas holiday special. However you want to label it, we're here for it. So why don't we kick things off, Ryan, with the gift exchange? So do you want to open up kind of your appetizer gift? Sure. Actually, You
1: can open up my gift.
0: Okay. Actually, both of mine are not really appetizer gifts. They're both kind of the main thing. The full gifts? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So let me grab one of these here, all right? You're going to We're going to do this
1: live. There's going to be no edits here. Yeah, I kind of gave mine out of order. I should have given you like an appetizer and then the the painting, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I I wanted you to get this on your wall before you hung up everything. It's heavy
0: So this is the first gift here. Any
1: Any guesses? Feels like a book. Mm. Oh, as I unplug myself. You didn't unplug your mic, did you? No, I unplugged my headphones.
0: Okay, we're all good then.
1: Yeah. I'm guessing you're keeping with tradition. Potentially. Loving those art books.
0: You never know. We were talking about this particular thing earlier today. Maybe. I don't know.
2: Oh, God.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've had this wish listed for over a year.
1: Oh, this is beautiful. So tell the listeners what it is. Monster Hunter World, the official complete works.
0: 560 pages of it.
1: Oh, turned right to Nergigante. Look at that beautiful bastard. Is that a pencil in your pocket? No, it's an erection. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Sorry, you had to see that, but I, I can only stay so hidden under the table. Wow, wow. Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Oh my gosh. There's different, I types love of, this.
0: there's different types of art books out there. There's some that don't go, like, really into the details of the, the lore and the character art and the concept art, the monsters, the world itself. And I felt like this is kind of comprehensive across the board, really kind of covers it all.
1: Oh, it has all the kinsex. Look at that. yeah. Look at oh, those yeah. little beetles. Oh, it's
0: got everything, man. Don't even worry about it. I know the author. Oh, do you? No.
1: <laughs> I'm guessing he's Japanese. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. I know what I'm going to be doing today. Yeah, man. Just Dude, checking now it out. now we definitely have to play Monster Hunter.
0: Yeah, no, we will. It's part of the PlayStation Plus collection. I mean, plus I have the, the physical game. copy. So yeah. here.
1: I'll hold it. Yeah. Put it right over here. Yeah, keep it safe. Keep it secret. Keep it's it safe. safe. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Years. Oh, oh. So I gave the painting, obviously, and then here is what I found on Black Friday. Oh, nice. With okay. my shitty wrapping <laughs> that That's isn't okay. wrapping
0: paper. I mean, you wrapped it, so I I didn't even yeah i couldn't find a bag oh what is this it is a vinyl record which i kind of thought based on the shape it was that and it is disney ultimate hits on vinyl so we got side one we've got the bare necessities by the jungle book or from the jungle book let it go from frozen how far i'll go from moana we've got a whole new world aladdin colors of the wind pocahontas you've got a friend in me toy story circle of life from the lion king under the sea from a little mermaid spoonful of sugar from mary poppins beauty and the beast lauren and i's first dance when we got married wonderful reflection from mulan and when you wish upon a star pinocchio
1: i thought it'd be cool to have all those songs in one place if you feel like having a disney night and just blasting some tunes
0: no that's awesome because i don't think lauren and i well we do have the lion king and the beauty and the beast on vinyl um but to have a whole kind of medley of great... Kind of the greatest hits of Disney songs. Yeah. That's good stuff, dude. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Love it. Awesome. We'll put that there for now. And we'll get to your final
1: gift here. Okay.
0: Again, I think my
1: final gift is you hanging up the
0: painting. <laughs> your final gift is me, man. You're talking to me on dude, Christmas Eve. take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got...
1: Oh, um, this is a weird shape. I don't know the best way to... Okay, yeah, you're good.
0: This is going to be tough to open, so just maybe back up a little bit if you can. this is in
1: a giant cylinder. Okay. You don't want to go through the vent.
0: Yeah, just be careful that you don't unplug your microphone. Eventually, we'll have to record this on video and and post it on YouTube or something. Wanted to keep with a consistent theme here, so just be very careful as you take that out. And hand me the tube after you're finished with that. the tube.
1: Oh, this is beautiful.
0: So basically, it Holy is shit. kind of the what the greatest hits of monsters from Monster Hunter. Yeah. And it's a poster that's probably about... um. It's
1: like six, two feet by a foot and a half. Yeah,
0: 16 by 24, I think is what it was.
1: Yeah, so it's got Valkana, it's got Rathalos, it's got Kirin, Devil Joe, and Namiel. So it's, yeah, the best hits of monster hunter world and it's got the iceborne flagship
0: and it's all done kind of in a concept art way it's kind of how all the monsters are drawn but i figured they'd be a great thing for you to frame yeah
1: this is gonna definitely go on my wall
0: put in your living room someday
1: oh dude i love it thank
2: you
0: yeah it's four hundred dollars i hope you like
1: it i I love the uh monster hunter theme
0: yeah had to get keep it consistent this year you know but you know i always love getting you art books so. I do
1: love my art books. Where's the I wanna put it back in the tube. Okay. Um just for safekeeping. Ha
2: <laughs> <laughs> ha Oh dude,
1: I love it.
0: Well, I'm glad you did, Ryan. Hopefully, the Monster Hunter book fits nicely on your shelf with the other Bloodborne
1: and Dark Souls art books. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make room because I now I have so many. I have to get rid of like the bullshit, like economic, like policy kind of books. Oh yeah, get that yeah, garbage out that, of here. The, that doesn't. Who cares about economic policy? Not anyone here. But, oh, if not, I'll probably have to eventually. If I end up getting a house, um, I'll have like a specific bookshelf for art books. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah have like a little mini collection you got me like what bloodborne dark souls collection god of war mm-hmm. um, dark souls
0: 3 spe- specific, a specific dark yeah. souls dark souls 3 1 and then i also got you the complete dragon ball manga co- yeah.
1: set yeah that's on there too
0: so we're gonna eventually need to complete that and get the dbz set but that's just a future gift yeah don't even worry about it <laughs>
1: yeah Just let it happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully everyone got a kick out of the gift exchange. It's always something Ryan and I love doing, even though it might not come across as exciting for the listeners because obviously there is no video feed to see us. Um,
1: You know, Ryan crying profusely it was really a hysterical moment for him but we have we have to cut in those moments because we don't want the audience to cry too much we want this to be a happy joyous experience
0: exactly so it was a little you know the director's cut version will never be revealed to the listeners but yeah no maybe someday we'll we'll do like a little actual recording so that we capture the video throw it up on youtube or something like that but All of that to say, we do have a gift not only for each other, but for the listeners. I kind of teased it in the beginning. This is something that Ryan and I have probably talked about on air before, but whether or not it was actually to come to fruition was something that I kind of doubted just because of everything that happened with my PC and really not knowing if I was going to be able to get the parts that I wanted for a new PC, build it in time, and then actually editing together something that really celebrates um, the past 99 episodes for Ryan and I. And so I wanted to do that, not only for Ryan and I, Ryan and myself to see kind of our humble beginnings, but also just to kind of celebrate the listeners that have supported our show over the course of these 99 episodes, because I'll get to it after I share this thing. I don't want to get too sappy or sentimental or anything like that, but this show does mean a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to Ryan. Yeah, it does. And doing it for now two and a half years, almost three, is wild to think about, you know how our lives have changed, and I think how the podcast and this community has really enriched our lives tremendously.
1: Yeah, I I definitely uh, agree with that. Um I guess it's it's my rock. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> it's is a the- good like foundation of like, however crappy our weeks are, um, just coming together on a Saturday and talking about shit that we like to talk about, whether it's games, movies, uh, interacting with the community. I think it's it's a good foundation and. It's great to see how it's grown from our our humble beginnings Mm -hmm. on episode one with our our squeaky table (laughs) and our our crappy mics, just our snowballs that didn't hook into the Mac Mac at all. Um, And us sitting side by side to now we, I don't know if we 100% sound professional, but we definitely side by side sound pretty good. Despite Rusty's criticisms of literally every time we... (laughs) (laughs) pre-record i need to hopefully the
0: the next 100 i kind of ease up a little bit you know and i'm not so um yeah particular about the audio quality and stuff like that but yeah it's definitely the podcast is something really special to us and i wanted to do something special to celebrate the show to this point and uh just highlight some of our favorite moments so ryan what do you say we get into this here but before we do i do want to Just a little call out. Ryan and I actually haven't done this in probably 50 episodes at least. But one thing that would be a gift to Ryan and I is throwing up a review on whatever podcast service you're listening to. Just go in there rate us however you want to write a little short and fun review about why you enjoy the show why you continue to listen to the show whether you've been a longtime listener or maybe you just jumped on the bandwagon recently and started listening to the podcast we would love to hear from you because this is just going to help us kind of expand um kind of our network of listeners you know and and anyone that we're always we always wanted to foster a great community and i think we've Really done that and I can say very proudly that I love the community that we fostered our discord is always alive pop in people are having really fun discussions, but I don't want that to stop there, you know, I wanted to continue to grow. I want more people to find the show and I want more people to kind of share in this love uh, of video games and movies and TV, whatever it is that Ryan and I end up talking about on this show. I I love that and I want that to continue so. Throw a review up there, it'll take
1: just a few moments and it would just really mean a lot to Ryan and I. Without getting too sappy, it's it's really the the listeners I mean we we had zero expectations going into I mean, our our first ten episodes were like, Hey, if like three people listen, my mom, your mom, and like potentially Lauren will be happy, but it's definitely grown and it's the community that kind of makes this fulfilling mm-hmm. um and keeps us going. So yeah, anything to make it better and to get out to more people is great. So, absolutely, that is our quick Christmas wish. That's, that's all what we want. asked for. That's what we asked Santa for. So. That's right. Just a little review, letting us know what you think
0: of the show. But without further ado, Ryan, why don't you say or what do you say we get into this clip? So, kind of to preface this, I went back with a lot of help and support from Ryan figuring out some of our favorite moments over the course of these past 99 episodes. And I edited together a 29 minute clip. I kid you not. It is 29 minutes long. Lauren and I have both listened to it. I've probably listened to it more times than I can count at this point, just because it's so fun to look back and reminisce at this show that Ryan and I have produced over the past two and a half years. So why don't you kick back, prop your feet up, grab a nice beverage and enjoy this clip from Ryan and I. Oh, yeah.
1: Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis, 2011, and Ryan.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the debut episode of Otaku Brothers. My name is Rusty, and tonight I am with my forever co-host and brother-in-law Ryan. Hey. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Awesome. Awesome. We are super excited to begin this journey with you guys. Um, As many of you or very few of you may know, I had a YouTube channel back in the heyday of YouTube uh, when the gaming community was alive and thriving. I would say things have drastically changed, but my YouTube handle was r. And on behalf of Ryan and myself, we just want to thank anyone that has ever listened to the Otaku Brothers podcast, whether it was just one episode or each and every single one of them going back to May of 2018. We truly cannot thank you all enough for supporting the show, joining this journey with us and really just being a part of our community along the way. And as we reach this milestone episode 100, Ryan and I wanted to do something really special and just look back at our humble beginnings of recording the show, reminisce and laugh at some of our funny moments, and celebrate all of you that have either been a guest on this show or just continue to listen on an ongoing basis. So why don't we first take a listen at some of our highlight moments these past 99 episodes.
1: I, I do have a story for that, So I had... A few girlfriends throughout high school, and I don't think they enjoyed so it. So before we tell a
0: story, I'm totally going to call you out on the air here. We're sitting at a wobbly table, and you keep you keep doing like. Oh, this. I'm
1: sorry. I get yeah. fidgety, and I don't
0: want that to get caught on the audio here for our listeners. I'm sure they don't want to. They're
1: wanna probably really annoyed at oh, this they're point. Are. They're probably gone. So <laughs> no it's fine that I'm talking about. No one runes. was going to listen to this to
0: begin with, so we're fine. <laughs> we're doing pretty we're well. Just,
1: I'm ranting about RuneScape.
0: <laughs> so are the wobbly table. We've the lost list. all credibility at this point.
1: <laughs> Yeah, the wobbly table is the least of their concerns. Um, so, I guess, throughout high school, I had a few girlfriends, and they didn't... They did sports, and, like, they danced. Sports, sports, yes. Yeah, not games. So, I was into RuneScape, because I was one of those, and... Um, I think they did it more to like pacify me because I was in a room playing RuneScape, and they're like, "Yeah, we should probably try to spend time together." And um, so, one of my girlfriends at the time was a dancer,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we're like, "Oh, what you, what kind of character name <laughs> should we do?" And to preface her name, there's a woodcutting skill, and a type of <laughs> a type of tree is a yew tree, y e w, and it was like the money making tree you had to have level 60 you got 260 gold per thing which is a lot over yeah so anyway she was a dancer in real life a po- in rl and <laughs> RL. <laughs> is what we called it because yeah. we were not in rl most of the time and <laughs> the, her name was dance for the number and then U oh, Y E W. because goodness yeah looking back I, so she ended up cheating on me for obvious reasons but <laughs> with a freaking mage <laughs> yeah. freaking warriors out here but on the bright side I have 8.99 capes so who's the real winner here <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's an excellent uh, yeah. point alright I'm gonna stop there before yeah. I embarrass myself more hey
0: folks this is that time in the podcast where we invite all of you to give your sensitive ears a break from our seemingly endless babbling some call it an intermission. We call it a lull in audio. Be back shortly. ...for what they are, okay? Star Wars is not a religion, people. It's not. Actually, none. no, no, no. It's actually Stop. one of the largest religions in Australia. Okay, well... So,
2: back uh, off, I, I love my I,
0: I love my Aussies. But you know what? People need to just take a step back, take a deep breath, go to the movies, be entertained, and calm the heck down.
1: Well, I think the people who hate Star Wars movies the most are Star Wars fans. <laughs> You know that? Can it's, we quote that? Can we like put that somewhere?
0: Like <laughs> that could be the subtitle of this. Seriously, like it just—it really frustrates me that people are like forcing themselves, not even force themselves, but just the hate that
1: people are throwing towards these movies is just well, I, I, unwarranted. I think. Yeah, I mean transitioning into the Last Jedi because Rusty's rant on the Last Jedi. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So like the first time I saw it, actually, my boss. We were in the middle of a meeting, and he said, hey, you want my Star Wars tickets to The Last Jedi? My uh, kid had something come up. Because you and I were going to see it Sunday, and that was going to be your first showing. Yeah, but then you went with freaking
0: Lauren. Well, because, okay, clearly I'm going to go see the movie with my wife opening
1: night. We're nerd casting here. (laughs) Okay. And you freaking blew me off. You don't see it and spoil it for myself before I see it with you. I, I think... I was crushed. I think Lauren
0: would have divorced me if I saw Star Wars without her. And I'm saw... going to divorce you from this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay, fair enough, whatever. Okay. Podcast is over, guys. Yeah.
1: We had a good run of... I think, one, one and a half episodes. episodes. Yeah. It was good. Good run, guys. Maybe one more memory. Is that okay? Oh, I, I thought you were asking me. No. Yeah, so I went to... Yeah, I'll give you another memory. Oh, about, no, I was, was going to share my memory. Okay, you're next. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm I back. have a really bad memory about... Um, Seeing the movie? No, uh... No, it was Pokemon 2000, where they got the ancient Mew card. Is that like the Lugia movie? Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's like a collector guy, and he has like an ancient Mew card, which was weird to see the Mew card. Like, do they have Pokemon cards in the Pokemon universe? Because it looked like he held up an ancient Mew card. In the show, in the movie? Yeah. They do in Yu Gi Oh. I mean, they li- it's like literally how it. Well, you have to believe in the heart of the cards. So <laughs> <laughs> don't make me summon Exodia over here. <laughs> oh, so my gosh. Um, yeah, no, I I went and saw it twice. <laughs> so I got two of those two or three of those cards. Oh, the heart of the cards. Yeah, Yugi, No, <laughs> you, Grand- Uncle Grandpa. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a great show. Yeah, so. I got two of those, and I like I was trading Pokemon cards, and like my dad went and saw it with me twice. Oh, I'm sure he loves he you. He suffered through that one. I was like, why are these, like, this swamp dragon thing, <laughs> like, fighting other birds? Like, why are we watching this? Yeah. Um, but I got two of those, and I traded one away for a freaking Machamp. What a loser. No, and then <sighs> my dad was like, don't trade those like away because I mean we went to see the movies yeah. and he's like don't trade the other one away and I felt like I just, I was disappointing my dad because I just got a <laughs> freaking
2: f- t- <laughs> <laughs> You, <laughs> can, you the, can beat the, that one out. The
0: power of editing, friends. The power yeah. of editing. Um, oh, that was
1: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <You> s- <laughs> that that look you just gave me was like you disappointed me. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> shoot. Uh, what about you? Yeah, so I was told that I can't go through my entire list, and I had to whittle it down. So what I did, I have... Putting down the band hammer over here. (laughs) Yeah, well, in Ruby version, after you beat the Elite Four, there is the Battle Resort, and you can breed, and it really makes it easier for seeing in the Pokemon Center what IVs you have 31 for. Um, So I've been just making competitive Pokemon. Um, So these are not necessarily what my best are, but it's what... I think, are the coolest. Um, so you have to start out with Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a 5 IV special attack Pikachu. Um, static and Light Ball. So it doubles his, um, I think it's electrical attacks. Um, he knows Grass Knot, so it can counter any really heavy Pokemon. Just as a, no one really expects a Pikachu to go up against like a Regirock or Reggie ice <laughs> or just something that weighs 100. Like, it's, like most of the rock Pokemon... They're super heavy and electric types. So you're like, oh, dude, I'm just going to steamroll over this freaking rat. <laughs> and yeah. then you throw in a grass <laughs> knot and you can one shot it. So that's fun. Uh, toxic because I enjoy being a jerk. Are we still in Pokemon number one? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> and then Volt Switch. No, they're not. I don't go. This is just Pikachu and I have to go. This is that. every move he's ever <laughs> learned. The moves I deleted. Yeah. The moves I uh, Yeah. Um. So his eat? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he does volt switch and then uh, thunderbolt. Speed is
0: 322.
1: Attack power
0: is 45. Well,
1: okay. <laughs> no, we're not gonna get- here. His his speed. His speed oh, is gosh. 279. I apologize in advance, folks. Yeah, that's your fault. Um. Yeah, well, this is Rick's fault and from my college experience. Like, hey, there's Ivy's, Eevee's. And then he did it for all of his Pokemon. And now f- when I do it, it has to be perfect. And he just got me the OCD aspect of this game. It's really, actually really complex yeah. to, hey, I'm going to just pick up a Charizard. and Because like, I played that way for so long until I, I got made fun of by Rick for too many hours. But my Pokemon, I wasn't a, like a good master. I didn't know how to train Pokemon. And if you're going to question my Pokemon manhood, I'm going to go right for the throat. So I did hours of research. It's getting real hot in here, folks. Yeah. Real hot. I went all Uber
0: on him (laughs) or OU. You're using terminology and lingo that is just so
1: far over my head. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can move on. Yeah. That one and then we'll
0: yeah all right let's 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 try and push through the first region so that we can take a all right break.
1: here's my choices for the next six rounds <laughs> <laughs> power hour let's do this bitch <laughs> uh, we also okay. probably should save the podcast after eventually so we don't lose like an hour and a half of recording yeah we'll we'll stop after days of our youth okay that works um so ryan second round we already have all the, the statistics so out we of the have way. yeah so I have Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time versus Goldeneye, and you have Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time versus Banjo-Kazooie. I do. And what I chose was Ocarina of Time. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I was like, dude, he's going to be shocked. I have it losing to Banjo-Kazooie. to Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. No, I have it I have it winning, to Well, versus Goldeneye. I mean... I, I pick Goldeneye. Really? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Ocarina I, I, Time. You know, Travis the bastard, he he pointed he like kinda of planted this seed in my mind that like Ocarina of Time was great for its time and it still is great, but when you have played Breath of the Wild, it oh, pales in comparison.
2: Why do
1: you listen to Travis and not me? Why do you look at me during? <laughs>
0: <laughs> dry heaving over here. <laughs> oh gosh, it hurts. It hurts, folks. All that to say, Ryan, that Banjo Kazooie is the clear Sorry. winner here. <laughs> um Banjo Kazooie is, you know, right up my alley. Outstanding collectathon 3D platformer. Grant Kirkhope, what's going on? Let's grab some tea or something. Just composed a brilliant soundtrack that I have on vinyl, and I'm need to stop being so lazy and actually send it out to California so he can Yeah, what
1: the heck? Sign you for like me. teased him. You're like, "Hey, can I I tweet you and I'll send you my things." And then you never send him his things. And now he's getting blue balls on his signature. Yeah, I need to I need to get that over there quickly so that we
0: can maybe get him on for the 50th episode of the podcast. How cool would that be?
1: What episode are we
2: on?
0: 35.
1: <laughs> That's coming up. Yeah, I know it is. I know we're mid
0: 30s. Yeah. Um you look like you're in your mid thirties. We're not actually. In I the, know. I feel like um, I'm just kidding.
1: You look you're... Uh, a healthy,
2: uh, a healthy twenty one. Yes. Um, <laughs> so,
1: um uh, no. So, I think it'd be a safe prediction that Kingdom Hearts will be your end, final person, potentially, potentially.
0: But we have a lot more discussion to ha- needs to happen. So, yeah. I'll, I'll bring it's it make Let's not make any rash <laughs>
1: assumptions here, Ryan. Right? Um, Star Wars Battlefront, er, st- fuck. Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic versus Super Mario Bros. I did it again. <laughs> I screwed up both names. Oh. Versus <laughs> melee, May- <laughs> like, just botched. Knights of the Old Republic versus Super Bros. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, three hours in. I don't know what I'm talking about. This versus who Melee. Am- <laughs> who am I? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Super Bros. <laughs>
0: Whoa. What? Okay, Ryan, we can never go longer than two and a half I hours. I know, what is this?
1: <laughs> uh, so Dance of the Twilight Old Republic versus uh, freaking RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, melee. <laughs> melee, I think, is an easy choice. It's It's very hard to beat <sighs> Melee for anyone. Okay,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> Jack and Daxter and Super Bros.
1: and <laughs> <laughs> Super Bros.
0: Super Bros wins. <laughs> Good stuff, Ryan. Want to go on to the next one? Yes, please. Shaquille in the shower. Oh. So here we go. You come home from an afternoon of shopping, expecting your residence to be empty. However, upon entering your front door, you immediately sense that something is strange. Hmm. The entire place smells like marijuana and roses. (laughs) There's a briefcase sitting in the middle of your living room floor, filled with diamonds
1: and Christmas cookies. (laughs) You can hear the I can't tell if you're making this up or not. Is that legitimate? I'm not that creative. Okay. Marijuana and roses and diamonds and cookies. Christmas
0: cookies to be exact. You can hear the shower running, and when you open the door to the bathroom, you realize that the man using the shower is basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal. A naked shack peers at you (laughs) from (laughs) behind the shower. Three
1: (laughs) foot (laughs) cock hits you in the face. You concussed. You see stars. What do you do now? You wake up. What is your next course of action? Choose. Do you wed him? (laughs) Or do you marry him to a horse? (laughs)
0: I'm crying, folks. A naked check peers at you from behind the shower curtain and smiles enthusiastically, but says nothing. He then returns to washing himself. Smooth jazz plays in the background. Oh, gosh. He then returns to washing himself. When you ask O'Neal what he is doing in your home, he simply says, I don't remember.
1: Do you call the police? No, I hop into the shower with him (laughs) and rub his back. (laughs) Obviously. And wash his head with some head and shoulder shampoo. Yeah, but I have to get a stool first because I can't reach his head. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. One of them. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. (laughs) So, anyway... um, going into questions
0: we can absolutely do that ryan and we will be doing questions right now and by that i mean immediately
1: (laughs) right fucking now (laughs) (laughs) questions
2: (laughs) Ah! (laughs) oh sorry scoop
1: Okay, we, we have to reel it in here. Are you actually ready for questions, Ryan? Yeah, I, I'm less enthusiastic and less yelling now, but yes. Okay, well, I apologize for everyone's ears. Yeah, my bad. As we always do.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: What would you do? Would you accept Lindsay's cookies? They're sitting on the shelf right now, actually. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> what type are they?
1: Uh, I don't know. There was a whole litany of uh, cookies listed on is that, the. Is that why you're trying to give that package back? You just you gave the package back for Lindsay and you took the cookies.
0: Well yeah, I mean they've been sitting in our, you know, cupboard for like 2 weeks at this point. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, so you don't feel bad at all anymore. Well no. Have you guys touched them?
0: I mean the the plant you see on our in our kitchen, that's that's that was supposed to be for Lindsay,
1: you know? I didn't even recognize the plant. <laughs> Dude, it was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, all right. I guess I have to go look at what's in your... Moral of the story,
0: return things to the post office that are not yours. It is a federal crime to open mail that is awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we uh, just committed a felony and told everyone I have Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Cool. It's been a fun week on let back home. to me rubbing your feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds more fun than felonies. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, my. Well... I hope you got just as much a kick out of listening back on really just a sample of some of our favorite moments in the show uh, as Ryan and I did. And can you believe I actually thought it was a good idea to have an intermission for our episodes and also bleep out Ryan's swearing? We've sure come a long way with the Otaka Brothers. There's no doubt about that. Well, next up, it's no secret that I tend to be very particular about our audio quality for the Brothers podcast, so let's take a listen to a handful of the thousands of times Ryan and I have probably tested our audio before recording a show. Enjoy. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales... Lady, when I'm with you, I'm
2: smiling.
0: Want to test audio? Sup. Um, testing audio. A little sleepy this morning.
1: its a bee, <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: Hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's one way to start the show, I suppose. Jeez. Man, it's too early in the morning for this garbage. That was brutal. Okay, Ryan, I actually knew what I was get- getting at with that story.
1: Yeah, it took you like three minutes so, <laughs> after we stopped. You no, know, so when we were at when I, I the... Fuck this. Yeah. I love that guy. What is his name? Milos. Milos. Uh, what's his first name? Carlos. Car- no, 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 Carlos. It's Milo... Shit, am I for... Ricardo... Ricardo Milos. Milos. Oh, my God. I'm in love with that male stripper. Okay, so Lord of the Rings starts out. You got Frodo, Gandalf, his homie, and they're on a mission. He's he's, uh, with Sam Gamgee, who's a gardener, and they're trying to go to Mount Doom, but there's this, like, creepy eye thing that keeps watching everyone, and he's, like, kind of a peeping Tom, but he also has got some, like, shiny hot armor that he's all trying to, like... Woo the elf ladies with because he was once an elf himself. Ultimately they throw a ring into the fire and the the eye dies. So yep, there you go. Lord of the rings. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about stuff. Are you recording? hmm Okay. So I think mine sounds good. What about you, Russ? Have
0: a continual conversation here with yourself. Okay.
1: Hey Ryan, how's it going? It's good. You know, I slept ten and a half hours last night. Oh really? You needed that after staying up until three in the morning, playing The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. And then getting four hours of sleep? You probably did need that. That's a conversation with myself about sleep Enjoy.
0: joy. <laughs> you sounded so loud there for some reason. It's because
1: I'm enthusiastic. Can you, like, tone down the enthusiasm a bit? Hey, guys. So, uh, it's another week. What is life but not worth living? whoa <laughs> is a toned down enough for you uh maybe you what a- is birth but a means to an end <laughs> yeah you, you took things a bit too far yeah.
0: you know i really wish we would have gotten more of those audio tests recorded because i really feel like that's when ryan and i often have some of our best laughs so Maybe moving forward, as soon as he walks into the game room, I'll just hit record, not even tell him, and we'll have plenty of more fuel for when we do this for episode 200. But the final thing that Ryan and I wanted to do is to really celebrate all of you, the listeners, and our guest hosts in particular that we've had on the show to date. And we've actually had a number of them going back. I kind of forgot that we had some really incredible friends join the show. So take a listen. I am... So happy, and I'm a little starstruck right now because the great Pete Doerr is joining us on the show tonight. Pete, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, Rusty. Yeah. you know, and Ryan. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a special guest tonight, someone that uh, she's, I don't know, someone I kind of admire occasionally. It really depends on the day. Um, also, my wife, her name is Lauren, and your sister.
1: Yeah, she's all right.
0: Yeah. So, Lauren, why don't you uh, say hello to the, the folks here? Hi, guys. I, uh, I get thrown under the bus a lot on this podcast, so it's nice to finally be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, and so that's probably going to continue to happen even with you being on air, so just be mindful of that, and, and uh, maybe don't take anything too personally. And at least I'm here, so I can throw you guys under the bus, too. You can try. It'll you can fun. try. Ryan, what's up over there?
1: Hey, yeah, we are pretty excited about this movie, and... Uh, oh. Yeah, we got a new guest.
0: Oh, what? What's that? So, today, folks... Another
1: bearded... (laughs) Yes, He's been
0: mentioned on the podcast a million times. We are joined (laughs) by... Some thought was probably my imaginary friend. I was even convinced he may have been fictitious for a while there. (laughs) But we are joined by executive producer of the show for the first time, Travis. What's happening? Hey, how you doing? We are wonderful. We are so happy to finally have you on this podcast. Uh, It's a pleasure.
1: Ryan, how are we doing? Pretty good. Are we? It's a week. And... Who else do we have We have a special guest. Someone lurking in the background.
0: (laughs) We do. Someone that has been (laughs) listening to the show for quite some time. I don't even know how you found the show. (laughs) Hopefully we'll find out. Logan, welcome to Otaku Brothers. How are you?
2: What's up, guys? I'm chilling. We're here.
0: We are here. (laughs) Ryan, but we have a guest this week. Yes, we do. A very special guest. A very good friend of mine. I've known him for at least eight years. Alec Chronolink91, as some of you may know him on the Discord. Alec, how you doing, man?
1: R- really happy here guys <laughs> <laughs> we're like oh shit we lost him
0: <laughs> r- 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 really happy to be here a classic callback yeah. to the all-gen gamers podcast i love it man i love it yeah we've been wanting to have you on for a while and we figured uh 74 episodes was just the perfect placeholder to uh bring you in for the show
2: yeah
1: it, it about about reflects my age uh so you know <laughs> yeah. in, in the mind anyway an old soul so, yeah you are. it makes sense but, uh yeah no no great to great to be on thanks for having having me on i've been uh been uh, enjoying the podcast for a while and uh, yeah definitely definitely have wanted to to join in the conversation a little bit. Speaking of
0: tough operating models we have a guest today. Yeah joining us from Tarkaron Island we have Zach. Zach how are you doing man? I'm all right how about I don't know what you just said but (laughs) yes.
2: (laughs) I agree with all all of you. (laughs) Well I mean, Uh, uh, well, you can't blame Ryan for spending so much time on Animal Crossing because he has been playing a game that's
0: been out for one week. He's been playing it for two weeks now, so it's pretty crazy how that
1: works. Ryan, how are we doing over there? I'm great. I've never been healthier. Uh, No symptoms. I'm just chipper as a wood chipper, so, yeah. Is that how that works?
0: Okay. Interesting. I,
1: I, I didn't know what chipper as a something Okay. And my metaphor broke down like halfway through.
0: That's okay. You are so screaming into your mic a little bit, so uh, be careful what? there. You're screaming into your mic again?
1: Uh, dude, okay.
0: Does that sound better? It does sound a little bit better. I appreciate you, Ryan. Always trying to do your best with your audio output and sticking with me because <laughs> I'm a, kind of an audio snob. But that that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk to someone else because friend of the show, co-host and co-creator of the Young Nostalgia Podcast, and honestly... If it wasn't for him, the Otaker Brothers podcast never would have got off the ground. Welcoming to the show for the first time, Nolan, how are you doing? Long time listener, first time caller. Thank you so much for having me on. You give me a <laughs> lot of credit. Uh, you guys do a lot of good work. Um, always happy to help you guys out. Absolutely love the show. Thanks so much for having me on. We have a special guest today joining us. Yes, we do. All the way from down south, we have Josh. Some may know him on the interwebs as Frantic from the Frantic Thoughts podcast. Josh, how you doing?
1: I'm excellent and um I think I'm eternally exhausted so that's just a given but besides <laughs> yeah. that I'm good. Is it I'm the southern <laughs> weather or Yeah, is it
0: the southern weather that gets you or what is it?
1: Uh yeah, that combined with just a very uh, incredible like increased workload because of all this craziness this year. But um I, I bet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's besides that, you know, just chilling right now, having a good time, excited to be here. I sound like a smoker mm. of 50 years suffering from the black lung of the coal mines that I I worked in, in my youth. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is me now. Good for you. Well, yeah, I'm actually kind of
0: overcoming a little bit of a sickness. Um, Woke up a couple nights ago, probably Sunday or Monday, just kind of in a coughing spell. And that kind of continued throughout the rest <clears throat> of the week. Got progressively worse. And then, I would say the past two nights, it's more kind of turned <clears throat> into that phlegm nasty cough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You sure you're gonna be okay for this?
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna be me cracking myself up over here. Okay, well, I'm why don't good. you
0: why don't you calm down? Because we actually have a guest on the podcast today. Yeah, and he's well.
1: He's much well more well. Uh, and he can talk. Hopefully, so blink. What's up? Yeah, blink. How you doing? Talk, please. <laughs> hello thank you for having me on i I, you know i suddenly in the last one minute i feel like i'm coming down with this terrible cough it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough podcast yeah it really
0: could be hopefully what ryan has is not transferable over the internet because uh it's it's getting pretty ugly over there i think it's actually getting worse as we keep talking but
1: hopefully not and there
0: you have it a celebration of 100 episodes can you believe it of the otaku brothers podcast this show just continues to bring ryan and i so much joy it really is at least for me personally the highlight of my week to sit down and chat with him about all of the video game happenings and whatever else we choose to talk about which tends to be a rabbit hole of all kinds of crazy things as many of you know if you're a longtime listener of the show and we cannot wait to continue recording this podcast well into the future for all of you wonderful people. So thank you all once again. I could sit here and just shout praises to all of the listeners for days, but thank you for your support in whatever capacity it's been. And hey, here's to another hundred. Well, Ryan, there you have it. There is a look back in celebration of all things Otaku Brothers over the course of the past 99 episodes. I still can't believe that we've already recorded this show for two and a half years, but hopefully all of you, the listeners, got a nice kick out of it, got a nice laugh here on Christmas Eve, just in the spirit of the holiday season. We want to entertain people. We want to keep people laughing and hopefully a look back at Everything that's come before this episode did exactly that. But Ryan, I have to know, because you didn't get anything beyond those first two minutes yeah. prior to this episode. So what were your thoughts over the course of listening to those 29 minutes?
1: I think I laughed as hard listening to it with you just now as we did recording it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy to see how crappy our audio sounded in the first couple clips and how many stupid things we did. Like, intermissions, or just uh, not swearing. (laughs) Like, like, as funny as the Pikachu sound was, I think we... Did we do R2-D2 for one of them? Yeah. We we were going to do, like, stylized swear, like, censorship. And then we're like, yeah, let's just embrace it. Fuck it. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, and it got to a point, too, like, looking back, it's painful for me because there were so many times where
1: I stopped you... From being yourself. Because we the first episode we had Pickle Rick where we thought like us going on about topics that we liked was like a detriment to the viewers. If we went on too long. Like if we were talking about Pokemon Shinies for 25 minutes. I, I will admit the clip of me talking about Pikachu. It, it, it makes me self-aware of how insane my journey to the... Sh- shinies was like i, uh, I needed so something I, apologize, but. <laughs> I needed something to kind of reel us
0: back and dial yeah. us back to like all right ryan let's get back on track to the things that people aren't spamming the fast forward 15 second button yeah. on their podcast app because it was just a little too much a little too
1: far down the rabbit hole of pokemon for people there is no rabbit hole for pokemon <laughs> <laughs> like i instantly regress like yeah he's relapsed in the last minute
0: but, yeah. yeah, no, I think for sure, you know, you look at the progression of those clips, at least for the first third. And I'll kind of get into why I structured the clip into kind of three different segments. But you look at the first third of it and it's just highlighting some of our favorite moments. And you look at those earlier things and it, it's painful for me because I do feel like we prevented ourselves from being really who we are. Yeah, And I think the moment probably... Once we went explicit, I don't remember when that was, it wasn't just a matter of being able to swear. I think that's really when we kind of just embraced our true personalities and allowed us to be ourselves that we are off, off, like behind the mic or away from the microphone. I think that's the most important, you know, is to have that sense of authenticity. When you start a project like this, it's like, don't prevent yourself from being at your best. And I think those earlier episodes, while they were still a hell of a fun time, they're really great times to go back and listen to and reminisce. I do cringe a bit because one, the audio quality drives me up a wall, and then two, it it sounds like we're in like an echo chamber. It does. There was
1: so much echo in my old apartment.
0: Yeah, Um, but then two, I just I felt like there were so many times where I was like, okay, Ryan, speed it up, like get get to the point here, instead of just allowing you to like be Ryan. Yeah, you know? go on an endless tirade
1: about nothing. <laughs> well, that
0: makes I think that's kind of what makes a, our show what it is, you yeah. know? I mean, I think I talked about it earlier in that episode is that I wanted to kind of, some of my favorite podcasts from the YouTube gaming community ceased to exist, if you will. They stopped recording, they de, uh, they dispersed and kind of worked on their own things. But I still love that two to three hour show where it was just a bunch of friends getting together sharing their love of video games, and oftentimes it derailed into all kinds of crazy other topics.
2: Yeah,
1: because we've officially surpassed Pete Door's podcast in number of episodes, right? Because he was at like 90?
0: Well, no, so the Algin Gamers podcast, they recorded, I think, 201 episodes. Okay,
1: so we got some w- ways to go. We got a
0: ways to go there, but the Retro Game Explorers, a podcast that I loved, that Pete recorded with uh, a friend of his, Bovine Divine, that he met through Twitch streaming, they ended up basically forming a like a community or band of Twitch streamers and now there's like four or five co-hosts but over the course of their just over 3 years of podcasting they've recorded 11 episodes
1: we've definitely beat that one. <laughs> so and
0: it's not a competition but it is just i think you know life gets in the way yeah. uh, there's often times where we've taken breaks or a little hiatus just because we need to focus on the things that we need to prioritize which yeah. is either our mental mental health or jobs uh, other stuff going on behind the scenes but I'm still really proud that over the course of two and a half years, we've been we're now knocking on episode 100's door, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, it is crazy to think that we've been recording more or less every weekend or every other weekend for like two and a half years.
0: For sure. And something that we'll get to probably at the end of the show, if we do end up getting to the games that we've been playing recently segment, you know, I was talking to a good friend of the show. You heard him a few minutes ago. Blink, blink We were playing some Sackboy A Big Adventure last night on PS5 and... And we were kind of just talking about all Gen Gamers and he kind of pitched the question to me, uh, you know, how often do you go back and listen to an all Gen Gamers episode? And I said at least once a week, probably two to three episodes per week. And if I'm not listening to all Gen Gamers, I'm going back and watching old games I bought recently, videos that Pete recorded, or just other things that those four original co-hosts did back in the YouTube gaming community. Yeah. And, you know, Blink was kind of talking about how While he grew up with friends that really enjoyed video games, he was always kind of the one that was more into it than any of his friends. Mm -hmm. And I felt very similarly where uh, my buddies, they were kind of playing the latest and greatest and still enjoyed going back and playing stuff like Perfect Dark and GoldenEye on the N64. But it was really me that into college, I was still playing... Dragon Quest on my DS in my bunk at night while watching Supernatural or in high school you know I was playing stuff like Pokemon Platinum Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days on my DS and I got these weird stares like I was some ultra nerd geek and I didn't belong in high school like what are you like seven years old Rusty but then those same
1: with relics from a bygone era
0: yeah exactly but then those same people nowadays are playing Pokemon Sword and Shield on their Switch yeah you know so it's like there's this kind of temporary time where everyone thinks it's not cool or whatever. Um, but then you kind of grow up and it's just like, why, why did I ever stop playing video games? They're great. But um, I say all that with kind of like the point I'm trying to get at is that this, this podcast and the community that we fostered is kind of just a community of not outcasts, but the people that continue to embrace video games because they're just a hell of a fun time and a great medium to get lost in.
1: Yeah. I, not everyone understands video games or the love of them. Um, and, and having a, I guess, community that we've made over two and a half years that if you want to talk about video games, talk about video games. Everyone's welcome. So it's definitely, being an outcast is cool. An outcast among outcasts.
0: Yeah, and you know I don't mean to use that in like a derogatory sense. That's not, I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad or anything. But I think a lot of people that probably listen to the podcast can relate in the sense that whether you were in your teen teenage years or your 20s, you, you kind of just felt like, does anyone else feel the way I do about video games? Does anyone else go back and want to play a new save file in Pokemon Red or boot up an old Final Fantasy save and see where you were at on your PlayStation 1 or go back and play the Spyro games, not the Remaster Trilogy, but just see what they looked like on your PS1 with those graphics. And there are a ton of people out there that are like that. And it's just so cool that like we've kind of almost put this like little otaku-, otaku Brothers <laughs> signal, like this little bat signal, you know, and... Fortunately, you know, we've kind of fostered this this little tight knit community. If you're not a part of our discord, you absolutely should be that just shares in that mutual love. And I yeah. just think it's awesome. No, I do too. So, again, Ryan and I cannot we're going to say it a lot of a lot this episode and certainly in the next episode, too, when it's our our true episode 100. When we talk about our games of the year and we kind of host our little community game of the year segment as well. But we can't say it enough how proud we are of the show, but also all of you that continue to support it. It just means a lot to us. Yeah, it does. So, But what I also wanted to do today, Ryan, coming away from that highlight reel and just thinking back on all the crazy things that we did, uh, is really looking forward to the next 100, because we're not stopping this show anytime soon. No. This train ain't stopping for nothing. And uh, we do want to continue recording the podcast, but... um, I guess I'll pitch it to you first. Like, is there anything that really sticks out to you of either what you want to do differently or just
1: goals for the next 100? No, I would like to bring back that movie segment. I, I know mm-hmm. we wanted to watch, uh, was it Snowpiercer? Cause you've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I thought, I think that's one of them. We, I think we watched another movie. We just never got around to recording it. Train segment. to Busan. Yeah. Which it was a good time. It was a great movie. Um, I, I would like to bring that back, mm-hmm. uh, obviously guests, mm-hmm. um, the more people we can get on. Um, I would like to do Conspiracy Theories Part 2. Oh, yeah. That was a hell, yeah. hell of a good time. Um, and then, I guess, going back to some of our earlier episodes where we had kind of a self-contained topic, like mm-hmm. Pokemon, Star Wars, mm-hmm. do a few more of those, um, would be a good time as well.
0: Yeah. No, I think those are all great ideas. I, I really don't have a whole lot different. I I didn't come up with some really complicated...
1: I know we had a list that we, when we were drinking margaritas on the cruise, mm-hmm. we came up with a list. I don't think we've gone through most of those. No, yeah, I don't
0: think we've gone through all of those ideas. Uh, so, I mean, we always have a, a bunch of stuff we can pull from. Um, but, you know, my, my the things that I kind of wrote down leading up to this recording was... Stuff that's really simple. I mean, I think more than anything, it's just continuing to do more of the same of what we're doing. You know, I think we found a nice rhythm in in what works and what doesn't work. You know, something that I would like to do after we record episode 100 is I'm planning on throwing a poll in the Discord just to see what people want more or less of, Yeah. whether that is more guests or shorter episodes. I mean, I'm kind of hesitant to really shorten the length because... I I don't want to restrict kind of similar to what Ryan and I did when we first started recording the episode of like, we're not going to talk too long about this, or we're only going to do that, or we're not going to swear, whatever. I think it just prevents us from being at our best self. So that's kind of why I put timestamps in the episode is that if it is too long for certain people and you only want to listen to the games that we've played, or you only want to listen when we talk about the game awards, you know, by all means, go to those different timestamps, listen to those segments you want to listen to, and don't listen to the other parts, you know? Yeah,
1: I think we put out a poll maybe episode 50 around there that it was like two hours is a good area Mm -hmm. um yeah similar to what you're saying some episodes were like oh this is going to be a shorter one and then we end up talking for two hours when we thought it would go for like an hour 15 yeah exactly um so it's it's hard for length but yeah i think it'd be good to see what the community wants from us
0: yeah absolutely and definitely don't wait you know until i post a, a poll about it you can always write into podcast at gmail.com let us know what you like about the show let us know what you want to change and as always that is a place where you can suggest show topics for ryan
1: and i to dig into or send us an audio question we love those we we do have to get to the questions i know we've been trying to for the last couple weeks because we do have a bank
2: in yeah. the discord
0: you know, we introduced the, the, the question block segment, which yeah. was meant to be kind of an ongoing uh, library of questions that we can always dip into when we didn't have a topic of discussion or whatever else. We could always just go in there, answer some questions. And and I needed to be more diligent in, in reaching out to people, reminding that that little thing is in the Discord yeah. where people can actually go there and you know drop a few questions and, and let, it, let it be known that it doesn't have to be video game related. It could be something as simple as, what is your favorite meal to eat on a Saturday morning or whatever? Like it could yeah. be, I know, uh, Nornsby front of the show, he dropped a question in there and said, what is the one thing you keep thinking about when taking a shower? Like what's on the mind, you know, just simple things like that. We're all about it. I mean, great conversation starters like that. Uh, just continue to take Ryan and I into avenues that maybe we haven't gone before.
1: Yeah, thinking about what I think about in the shower—not <laughs> <laughs> something I've thought about. That's a
0: dangerous, uh, yeah, pull to dip into for Ryan. I think.
1: Yeah, I, I would also like. We said, you know, the box of fifty cards or those questions was it 25? hypotheticals? Yeah, I, I would like to do the second box.
0: Yeah, so Chuck Klosterman he introduced a a second thing that I think it's I don't know what the tagline is, but basically fifty crazier conversation starters for for. I think he even pitched it as like you and someone you've never met before. So now it's not really meant to be played with friends, but you know, you and I will still do it anyways. I'm sure it'll lead to uh more Shaquille in the shower type clips. <laughs>
1: yeah, I forgot how funny that was. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. But good stuff there for sure. Um, yeah. So for me again, I think continuing to have more guests in the future, is just something that'll challenge me on the editing side of things and making sure that, The guest audio sounds just as clear as our audio, and we're not getting any kind of interruption or, um, because Discord typically will will favor one voice over another and it creates kind of this muffled sound. So that's just something that I need to figure out in the back end. But I would love to have more people on. I mean, I would pretty much love to have everyone that's been on the show to this point as long as they want to be a part of the show. You know, they Uh, want to come back. We're all about that. And then I actually have a running list of about, Twelve to fifteen people. I was looking at it last night and added a few names of people that we've yet to have on the show that I would love to have on the show. Yeah, like Grant Kirkhope.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> episode fifty. Did you listen to episode? have that. Did shit you listen to him. To episode fifty, Ryan? He was on there. Yeah. I must have missed that one. Yeah, I mean it must be an RSS feed issue. It didn't come through your podcast. Yeah, feed. it was
1: probably Discord's fault. I don't know what to tell
0: you. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah, so I have a bunch of guests that I would like to reach out to and get on the show. Uh, a lot of people in the Discord that we've yet to have on the, on the show. We've got Dragon Man, Mister Nintai. Mm-hmm. All right, he's got to be on the show. We've got Comeback Kid, Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Comeback Kid, someone I've known for a really long time. I want him to be on the show as well as anyone else that has a you know an interest in joining Ryan and I
1: and if there's a Aiden as well
0: Aiden yeah I mean if you have a particular topic that you want to you know join us and and chat with us we're all about it so definitely you know just throw us a little note either private message me on discord or send us an email pitch us why you are going to be the best (laughs) send us your resume
2: yeah
1: (laughs) I know how to talk all right you're in
2: (laughs) yeah
0: send a little test recording to audition to be on our talking brothers yeah top five if
1: you send a video of you dancing we'll accept it as well yeah
0: whatever goes you know and then the final thing that's kind of top of mind for me that I'd really like to, I want to say continue doing, but really haven't got it off the ground yet, is just community game nights. So as you recently saw, if you're in the Discord, I restructured, moved things around, which has honestly been so awesome to see that people are really embracing the new uh, channels that I added. I added a sports section. It's been great to chat with Nintai about whatever happenings in the NFL that we want to discuss. So definitely. If you want to talk sports, get in there, talk about sports, it's good times, but also the music category as well. People have been sharing some of their favorite video game songs or just whatever music they're listening to right now, day to day. It's been great to see more activity in there, but also what I want to, I guess, begin with these next uh, 100 episodes is just getting into some kind of consistent game night with the community. Yeah. And so I downloaded recently a bunch of games on Steam because there's a huge Steam sale right now. I got Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 for $2, which is just nuts.
1: Yeah, you got a lot of games for like $18 or whatever.
0: And then I bought another $25 worth of games too, just because, (laughs) I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, I can pull up my Steam library here. I mean, I got the Halo Master Chief Collection, which I guess that that
1: was a separate purchase. But uh, if I look at my library here, is that all your library down the left-hand side? hmm Holy shit.
0: Which is nothing compared to... I mean, 172 games compared to most people that... Their Steam library... There's no way it's 172. No, this is just 70? Oh,
1: 102 not least. 700,000? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I bought the Half-Life collection because it was like seven bucks, and you got Half-Life everything. Half-Life 1, Half-Life 2 episodes 1 Freddy through 40. Fish, dude. Uh, Half-Life oh Deathmatch. A whole bunch of good stuff. What else did I get here? Pot, pot. The I Sonic Sonic CD for a buck twenty five. If I just look at all of the newly listed out library. What's that
1: Freddy Fish on the right? The Case of the Stolen Conch Shell? Yes. Dude, that was my jam. Yeah. I got it at like a Great Clips. It was like, hey, get your hair cut and we'll give you a CD of a fish. <laughs> Can't beat it. So good. Can't
0: beat it. Age of Empires 2, Definitive Edition. Dragon Age Origins. Star Wars Republic Commando, Star Wars Shadow of the Empire, Dash Rendar, you want to be on the podcast? We can get you on. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, there's just a great sale going on on Steam right now, but many of those purchases were with a community game night in mind. I mean, I would just love, we have a, a voice chat channel on our Discord, I would love to get five, six, seven people together, just hop in Halo, play some Left 4 Dead, whatever it is, we can squad up and just have good times.
1: Yeah, sounds like a good idea.
0: So that's definitely something I want to organize, What the cadence of it all kind of up in the air i mean obviously life gets in the way so i don't want to necessarily pinpoint every wednesday or you know every other tuesday or uh, yeah, whatever it
1: is similar to i think your twitch experience having such a finite like three schedule times a week this like it quickly turned into like oh crap life is picking up with everything yeah yeah so maybe every month or every other week hmm We'll figure out a game. And then
0: sometimes, too, like if I just get in the mood to play some Left 4 Dead, maybe I'll just that morning just post in Discord and say, hey, anyone want to play Left 4 Dead tonight? And then just whoever wants to play, hop in, have good times. And uh, yeah, I think it should be really fun. Yeah, So So cool. definitely look forward to that. Be on the lookout in Discord. And if you have any suggestions for particular games, I'm thinking about actually changing the Minecraft Mondays or Otaku Brothers Minecraft channel to just be community game night. And that can just be uh, a source for people to span the chat of what games they want to play, what days work, and then we can all make it happen uh, behind the scenes. But speaking of playing video games, Ryan, I want to get into the segment that we always do in a Talker Brothers, the games that we have been playing recently. I think this is, uh, it, we'll just make it a shorter episode, you know? Yeah. We've got the the, the, the the highlight reel there to share with the good people. We open some gifts. And now, hopefully, you still, hold on, everyone, refill your beverages, get some more coffee, get some more cocoa, maybe some more eggnog, maybe you're drinking an alcoholic beverage, grab another beer from the fridge, maybe pour yourself some wine, and now Ryan and I are going to get into the games that we've been playing recently. Yes. You've been playing anything this week?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I think I, was it Monday that I sent you a screenshot of, like, The Mandalorian? Was, so, last week we had The Mandalorian episode, and I was like, oh, Star Wars, what what Star Wars games have I ever played? And then I was like, I wonder if the Mandalorians in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes Oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I ended up going back to that for a day and like they've added a bunch of new things and it's just it's really messy because they've added so much. And I was pretty good at the game. Um playing it since its launch for like two years. And I completed the new stuff. No real issue. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should join a guild and, like, start collecting characters. And then I'm like, "I it's not fun doing daily shit. Mm -hmm. Like, if you tell me I have to do daily stuff and, like, collect your energy and all that stuff, it's just not fun anymore. Yeah. So I I had good intentions, good bad intentions on Monday. And then by Tuesday, I was like, I don't want to touch that game again. Yeah. (laughs) So I... um. I don't know if it was over the weekend or what, but throughout the week, I played Miles Morales. Oh, nice, yeah. And I 100% of the map and ended up beating the game. Nice, what'd you think? Without getting into spoilers, um, it was a lot of fun. It, it was definitely more streamlined as far as the number of tokens or the number of currency, which I really liked. That you needed to kind of upgrade Yeah, it, it was activity suits. tokens and tech tokens, opposed mm-hmm. to like... 32 backpacks along with like spider energies and like photo mode and like all that like research tokens yeah crime warehouses and yeah there was just too much and putting it into two different currencies of you do tech depending on like you're sieging their bases or whatever and then everything else gives you activity tokens for like crimes and stuff yeah way better yeah um I don't think this one surpasses the first game as far as story. I would agree. Um, and that's not to say it's bad, but the overall villain... And I don't know if... I, I don't want to say it's bad writing. And this... I don't want to say this is... Spo- this might be spoilery, but... The villain... The, the entire conflict driving the game could have been solved... If communication was better Mm -hmm. and they tried to have good communication for like the last three or four missions and just it wasn't happening Mm -hmm. and it was within like a sentence of it being resolved that's irritating for me and then they tried to have some redemption arc of the main villain which didn't fly with me because of genocide um and i think i i I don't want to spoil anything, and if we do a spoiler review, I can kind of... I'll pull up the text, but overall, I think it was good. I really enjoyed it. Well, good. But I I think Spider-Man 2, when they have the full game, not just Miles Morales, they they had some good follow-up into what it's going to be, kind of a progression of the post-credit scene from the original Spider-Man. But yeah, it was a good time. I'm glad you liked it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would tend to agree with the story stuff you were saying, I think miles was so well developed in the first game and then just jumping right into miles Morales just felt so right. You felt like you already knew miles well enough. that to, for him to kind of then become that Spider-Man role in New York and make sure that everything was going well. It just felt so right in such a seamless yep. transition from one game to the next. But I do agree. I just think we've talked about it a lot and people probably think we're, uh, just being super hard and negative on the the Spider-Man 2018, which I don't mean to be, but when you play something like Remastered or the original 2018 version, and then you go into something like Miles, at least for me, I can only speak on my behalf and it sounds like Ryan as well, you have a greater appreciation for its focus on kind of the narrative while also still having some of those other bits like collectibles, crime, warehouses, those types of things, but not so much where it's just like, For trophy hunters like myself, it's like, my goodness, do I really have to do like four different crimes in each of these like twelve districts? It just kind of becomes a little tiresome. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: all still fun though. It it sounds like they not learned their lessons, but they they took the criticism of the 2018 game of there's so much going on, and kind of streamlined it for the, I guess, the player. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that there weren't a lot of collectibles in each region. Um, because there were it's just it was as far as buying suits was concerned it was a lot easier yeah the one trophy that's going to be hard is for each one of those crimes you have to have those little side things 100 Mm percented right is that correct yeah so one
0: thing that i didn't know in miles until like basically in the end game uh, after I had finished the main story, is that you can actually pull up this application on your phone. Yeah. And that shows you where each of those different crimes are at. But yeah, there's typically like... Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, definitely look that up because otherwise I was driving myself mad trying to figure out like where these crimes were because you have to solve or solve. You have to combat each of the 12, whatever that is, crimes going on. So one of them might be a burglary. One of them might be someone stealing a car. One of them might be something going on on a rooftop, but you have to actually combat each of those. And so if you pull up this application on your phone, it shows where each one of those are going on in the city. And so you just tag it on your map, go to it, clear it. And then typically with each of those, you have two side objectives that you also have to check the box. And one of them might be web sling three people or throw four weapons or throw four objects into your enemies Mm -hmm. over the course of this little crime thing that you're solving. And so, um, pulling up that application is kind of a lifesaver. Otherwise you're going to be web slinging around forever, trying to figure out where they are. And you're going to probably be running into the same crime over and over and over again.
2: Yeah,
1: I definitely do that because I know that showed your app, which I really liked the, uh, having the app of helping people around the town. I thought that was a really cool addition. Mm hmm. Um, and then getting to have uh, Spider-Man the Cat fly around. It was awesome you. when you collected him the first time. His like paws were up in there, like he was just shitting himself, just yeah. terrified. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to do that. I started collecting the trophies. Um, I think I'm eighty percent of the way done. Mm-hmm. I have all the. There's a lot of New Game Plus stuff yeah. when it comes to upgrades. Um, suits and things that yeah. I it's just going to take a run through and then the one with completing new game plus but yeah I'm getting close yeah well I'm glad you there. enjoyed it I'm glad you got to to play it and finish it before the end of the
0: year um, because as you're kind of crafting your game at the year list uh, I know you and I both didn't play a whole lot of games that came out in 2020 but Miles Morales is one I think you definitely want even if it's not within your top 10 a contender and part of the discussion at the end of the year
1: yeah I have to put that list together this week because yeah. We got one week left. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we're
0: doing our game of the year discussion. Can you believe it? We're already, I mean, Christmas Eve, my goodness, this year is just flown on by. But, yeah. uh, all right, so good stuff. Spider-Man Miles Morales. There was another game I think you were playing last night, though.
1: Yeah, I was playing Demon Souls. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to play. I was watching some of the cyberpunk gameplay, and it made me want to get into a looter shooter. And then I booted up uh, Borderlands 3, Mm-hmm. Then I wasn't feeling it after one boss just trying to grind out guns. So I ended up going to Demon Souls. Nice. Um, created a new character, uh, a Valkyrie character, because there's a cool Valkyrie set in the swamp. And she's a faith build, and I'm trying to get all of the miracles mm. on this character, because mm-hmm. that's one of the trophies. And then I also made a magic character um, named, I think, Dark Magician Girl after the... Uh, yu character. The Dark Magician, yeah, man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna get all the spells on that character. So nice. just working on trophies, I'm about halfway done to, or for the Faith or Miracle trophy right now. Cool. A lot less to collect than Dark Souls 3, which is a good thing. That is nice.
0: So, like, yeah. over the course of the next two weeks that you have off, though, is that gonna be kind of the main game you're sinking your teeth into, or do you have another game
1: that is kind of a more mindless... Um... I don't know. I'll probably hop around between the Souls games. I'm not really sure what I feel like playing. Coming out of Spider-Man, it's such a distinct type of gameplay. Um, whether I want to supplement like the Souls born with um, like a platformer or ukulele or something like that, I'll probably potentially do that. Sekiro is a lot of fun. Um, there's that new boss, r- boss rush, but the trophies I have to get in Sekiro I think are just going to be frustrating yeah
0: um, well i mean if you need another podcast game you know, one of my favorites of the year was far cry primal okay i really did not like that game when i first played it but going back to it with a fresh set of eyes thoroughly enjoyed my time with it and it's definitely i think a, a nice game to kind of get lost in over the course of the break just because you can throw on a tv show a podcast in the background pete door whatever it is yeah have some good times
1: yeah i was watching pete's uh nuzlocke last night while i was playing demon Laws. souls good it, times. Was, it was a good time um and then I got into I was listening to some NF, oh hell yeah! And that kind of transitioned into like nineties two thousand rap, and then I was just like grinding out some uh, levels to that pants off, just doing some disco dances, <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, we've exactly. all been there, Ryan. You were looking through my window, I <laughs> you, well, you know here? I know where you live. Um, so yeah, I'll probably I wanted platinum Bloodborne. I have one trophy left. It just I'll probably. If the parents can watch the dog tomorrow if, when I'm over there for Christmas, mm-hmm. I'll probably try to complete that in the next day or two, depending on my frustration levels. Um, and then just Demon Souls. Yeah. Good stuff. Sounds like a great
0: little palette of games. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so this week, I think last episode I was talking about being on episode two of Life is Strange, and I actually have not made any more progress in that. So I think over the course of this weekend, I'm going to... Co- probably just take a day and just kind of power through not with the purpose of rushing through it but just kind of carve out a whole day of you know preparing the tear ducks getting lots of coffee and playing through uh, the remainder the remaining three episodes of life is strange because I'm really enjoying it and the lovely music helps to counteract the really emotional story beats but more on that probably on episode 100 or 101 when we get back to the games that we've been playing recently segment but What I also dug my teeth into this week was a little game called New Super Lucky's Tale.
1: Oh, you're back to that.
0: Yeah. So I beat it on the Switch. I think that's actually what you got me for Christmas last year. Yeah, it was. Loved my time with that. I think around Christmas last year, early this year, and then um, Playful Games. I forget what the developer's name is, but they announced that it was coming to PlayStation 4. And I'm like, pfft. trophies (laughs) gotta get that platinum trophy for uh one of my favorite 3d platformers of this past generation just such a charming little game with lucky and all of his little friends it's just it's just so fun to go from level to level really clever level design over the course of their five or six worlds i believe And just all the unique little outfits you can kind of dress them up as and you kind of unlock those over the course of each episode or each level that you uh, beat and the collectibles that you unlock and the coins that you collect. You're able to purchase all of these fun little outfits. So really enjoyed kind of finishing that over the course of this week because I streamed it a couple months ago when I was still streaming regularly, uh, but I didn't get much further and I thought, you know what, it's not going to make sense for me to pick up and stream this game sometime next year when I'm already two worlds into it yeah. so and I was in the mood for a 3d platformer I mean I'm always in the mood for yeah I was gonna say that's right. never changed <laughs> but uh this week I just needed something a little cozy a little relaxed so I put that game back in and I got the platinum trophy which was a lot of good times and something that I didn't do on the switch version is when you beat the five main worlds you beat the final boss and then uh, your sister, because I mean, I think the whole purpose of the game is trying to like basically save your sister. Okay. And so when you save her at the end of the game and you're reunited with all your little fox friends, you get sent to Foxington, which is kind of the main town that Lucky's from. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just this crazy library of about 16 levels that are all themed after the 80s. And so you go into each of these worlds and there's all kinds of super colorful uh, disco type colors around, like just littered across the maps. They have this awesome like synth techno music playing. Seems right out of the 80s. Even the screen itself on your TV, no matter what TV you're playing on, it kind of models the picture as if you're watching or playing through like an old school 80s tube TV. Oh, cool. So it's really fun. And all the levels... Like, if you played New Super Lucky's Tale or Super Lucky's Tale on the Xbox One, you'll know that there's kind of a mixture of 2D levels, 3D open world levels, and then also kind of these super monkey ball type levels. Mm. Well, these ones in Foxington are really kind of modeled after what you would see in uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Remember those unique levels where you were just running to the end and there's all kinds of wacky platforms. It kind of almost looked like it was something that was fan created. Okay. And so all of the the levels are kind of similar to that. And so probably the most challenging levels in the game, because if you've played that game, you'll know it's, it's pretty dang easy. You can kind of power through all those levels, collect everything without much challenge. And those levels, man, some of them really kind of kicked my ass. And some of the ones that required you to either get through the level without getting hit or other weird little, uh, specific things that you needed to do to unlock the trophy uh presented a unique challenge so i mean all in all that game is just such a delight i think it's perfect for uh young kids for those first five worlds and aesthetically it's just so damn charming but then also if you are looking for a unique challenge you kind of have those end game levels 16 of them to kind of present a little a little bit more difficulty
1: good
0: so Glad pl- you went back to that plus i got it. the platinum so i gotta keep up with blink man recently he's got like five or six platinums in a row really i can't keep so he's up closing with that. the gap
1: what's that is he closing the gap
0: well no i mean come on he's not that good
1: <laughs> suck it blink <laughs> get good
0: oh man no blink and i've been having so much fun going back and forth in our dms just like hey man you better start sweating bullets because i'm getting <laughs> yeah. closer uh so we've been having a lot of good fun with that but speaking of platinum trophies and you know furthering the gap between blink and myself i played probably one of the worst games i've played in recent memory and that is adam's venture origins i don't remember the development studio i wasn't prepared for the podcast to actually look for it but the best way i could describe it is a poor man's uncharted oh it feels like uncharted the puzzle solving the unique environments everything is modeled after an uncharted game But I think that's also to its detriment because it tries to be so much of Uncharted that it actually ends up being pretty much nothing like Uncharted in terms of the actual enjoyment that you'll have playing it.
1: Was this game purely for a Platinum?
0: Uh, You could say that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when I looked, uh, this was probably a year ago, I was looking online to see what are some relatively easy platinums? And I came across this game and people were drawing comparisons between this and Tomb Raider slash Uncharted. And I thought, an Uncharted game with an easy platinum? Sign me up. Plus it was like a buck 50 on the PSN store. You know, it was a no brainer. But so I think found I found out why it was a buck. Oh yeah. I lost brain cells playing this game. Okay.
1: <laughs> what's it's, what's the intense plot?
0: Um. Oh gosh, dude. There's like, First of all, the main character is named Adam, and you have to go on this long adventure trying to find this treasure or something like that for your dad. But he's like, oh, go find my research assistant. Her name's Eve. So there's like these weird religious parallels with Christianity because you're Adam and Eve, and then you go into the Garden of Eden, but then you actually go into Solomon's tomb at the very end, but there's this bad guy there that makes you walk across a uh, a chessboard of puzzles, and then you get on like these trolley carts, and there's like these weird minecart chases at the very end and then the villain basically falls off the face of the earth and dies and then you and eve ride off into the sunset that's what i expected <laughs> 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 yeah. basically wrote the plot wrote the plot that i was thinking really of. beautiful game my yeah. gosh that story deserves an oscar but no definitely wouldn't oh. uh recommend at adam's adventure origins to basically my worst how enemy. long was it uh it's about three to five hours depending on your puzzle solving skills and that's the thing so everyone that's listened to a talk about this knows that yeah, that i suck at puzzles however there are a few games that i really enjoy puzzles i love the puzzles in uncharted i enjoy the environmental environmental puzzles in the uh the tomb raider kind of reboot trilogy those are good times and i really love the puzzles in a game like Bioshock we were talking about on the discord earlier this morning, those pipe dream like levels or those pipe dream like puzzles that you need to kind of hack certain systems. I really enjoy that type of stuff, but Adam's venture origins has some of the most tedious, annoying puzzles that I've played in any video game ever. Not to mention that it almost felt like it was better suited for an iOS type platform because you're going from puzzle to puzzle to puzzle it's like who constructed all these puzzles in this damn dungeon like i'm just yeah. trying to get to solomon's tomb solomon wasn't that smart was he no no i don't think so so yeah there's just a whole slew of puzzles that you have to get through before so, you get so to the you, end of the game
1: the, the most important thing coming out of a shitty uncharted slash like assassin's creed apple of eden type game you got the platinum Come on, we wouldn't be talking okay. about the game. <laughs> We wouldn't be talking yeah. about the game if I didn't. Okay. Okay, so at the end of the day, it was still a win for your loss. Well worth my time and money. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So Adam's Venture Origins, wouldn't recommend it. Pretty bad time, but hey, I got to buy them out of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh two quick other games that I want to get to. Uh, one of them is Sackboy: A Big Adventure, uh, one of the PlayStation 5 launch games. You can also play it on PlayStation 4. Uh Blink and I've been kind of chatting that hey, we got to we got to get those co-op trophies, bro. We got to for the betterment of trophy collecting, we have to surrender our pride and play some sackboy together and uh get those co-op trophies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and did you get them? We got some of them. There's actually some pretty uh complicated ones that you have to 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 work towards and get. So we didn't get all of them, but what was crazy is that we played the uh, sackboy last night. Of course, we were mic'd up and chatting and everything like that. We played for almost 3 hours and it felt like We played for like 20, 30 minutes, you know? And this is a testament to having great combos with uh, Blinkum. You know what I'm saying?
1: Who's losing at the Platinum. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, the more important (laughs) side of things that he's still behind the.
1: the How dare you help him get trophies to the trophy race? (laughs) But uh, no,
0: Blink and I had a really good time. That game is just too cute for its own good. Dressing up Sackboy and all those little unique outfits. Such a varied and unique soundtrack? Oh so, my god. So did
1: you beat Sackboy on single player?
0: I have not. He has. Oh okay. Yeah, so there's um like I think similar to New Super Lucky's Tale. There's about 5 worlds and then within each world there's just a whole um whole handful or host of levels that you have to complete single player. Mm-hmm. And there's actually unique co-op levels that were built with co-op in mind that you actually can't even play single player. And those require, you know, you to grab one of the sack boys, throw him up to a ledge so he can, you know, hit a lever so the other one can get up there. Just fun little things like that that just um, really encourages that kind of cooperative experience. And again, the level design in that game, really unique, really fun. The textures of the levels are just so mind boggling. I, I think that's a game that years from now people will probably go back to and think, gosh, Miles and Demon's Souls were great launch titles, but I really missed out on that little hidden gem, if you will, of Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Because, I mean, let's face it, there was a whole handful of games that were available at launch of PS5, and I think it would have been in PlayStation's best interest to maybe hold on to Sackboy until maybe January or February, Mm -hmm. to kind of have like a little appetizer game leading into a year where we expect, or at least we think we're going to get Horizon 2, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, Cana Bridge of Spirits, all these other games. And I think Sackboy would have been a great little uh, appetizer snack. And I say appetizer lightly because it is a pretty robust game with tons of levels, a lot to collect, and definitely hours of good times.
1: So is it growing on you to a, like the level of Astros, or is Astros still in a different league? Or how does it compare now that you've played more of it?
0: I mean, they're just two completely different platformers. I okay. mean, the pacing of both are just, again, it's kind of night and day between Astro and Sackboy. That's kind of why I regret playing Sackboy right after Astro's playroom, just because I was looking for a quick quip uh, pacing type platformer. And that's really not what Sackboy is. And that's not in any way to say Sackboy is less than. It's just different. Okay. And I think separately, they're both outstanding platformers. But I think it would have been in, in Sackboy or um, Sumo Digital and PlayStation's best interest to kind of punt that game a few months.
1: Hmm. Interesting. but You have to play it eventually.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could play some co-op eventually because um, you can play through the entirety of the single-player levels co-op as well. Hmm. So okay. that's good times. Uh, Blink and I, I think, are going to hook up here in the weekend and play a few more levels. So should be good times. And then the last game, Ryan, that I've kind of been... Arguing with myself whether or not I wanted to go back to it before the end of the year, but for the sake of my game of the year list and the greater grant game of the year discussion, I went back to a little game called Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Really? Yes. I think we can all relate as gamers that you're playing whether it's a Dark Souls game, a 3D platformer, or maybe you're just trying to beat Call of Duty on veteran difficulty. There's always that one level or boss or puzzle that you cannot for the life of you solve or beat and you're like, screw this. I'm putting this game down and I'm never coming back to it. Maybe a day goes by, a month goes by, could be months or maybe even a year. You finally go back to that boss or that puzzle or that level and you beat it on your first try. Really? And that's what happened when I went back to Xenoblade Chronicles. I was like, let's just give this a shot and if I don't get it, what the heck, it's, snow's on the ground, I'm not going anywhere, throw in a couple podcasts, grind a bit in Xenoblade, and I'll persevere and beat this boss. But I went in, chapter 13, at the end of chapter 13, if you're familiar with Xenoblade Chronicles, you know what boss that is, it's just this long corridor that you're kind of hiding behind these different shields trying to get to this boss, while all of these other enemies are trying to prevent you from getting there. I made it to the boss, first try, knocked him
1: out very nice
0: so i was very happy with that and it gave me that kind of extra boost of motivation that i needed to like all right i'm in this for the long haul
1: let's do this so do you like how it ended oh i haven't beaten the game yet oh and you just beat the final boss
0: no i so i beat the boss of chapter 13 so there's 17 chapters oh okay yeah so i, I probably didn't uh describe that well enough because i
1: thought originally you had played through to the final boss mm-hmm. and that's where you had to grind like 30 levels or whatever
0: no yeah so i'm nearing the end of chapter 14 right now there's mm. 17 total chapters in the game so um earlier in the episode i think i mentioned that lauren got those new hand grips for the switch yeah so tomorrow i think uh i grabbed some pizza rolls from nice. walmart i got some potato skins mm. lauren and i are gonna bake some pasta later today and then, uh, of course, we got Klondike Bars. Dude, we got the fixins', all right?
1: Yeah, no, it sounds like a good day.
0: So we're going to just put on some Christmas movies, maybe binge some Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and uh, we're just going to play some games on our Switch.
1: Nice, it sounds like
0: a good Christmas. It's going to be a good day, I think. So I'm looking forward to grinding out the rest of Xenoblade and seeing how the story comes to a close. Nice, yeah. So, we'll
1: see where it ranks next week.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely be talking about it uh, as we come to our Game of the Year discussion. But... uh Ryan, those are all the games that I played.
1: Yeah. Over, uh, I guess I'm on shutdown until the 4th, but now that you got me a bunch of Monster Hunter stuff, we'll need to jump into world. We could do that. Yeah, Yeah.
0: maybe, Maybe not this weekend, but the following, or someday next week, because obviously I have New Year's Eve and day off. Yeah. That'd be fun. So maybe next Thursday or something, we can hop into Monster Hunter.
1: Yeah, I'd like that. Show me the ropes. Yeah, I'll probably start, I won't start a new character, but I'll start a new weapon. Mm. so i'm not like killing everything in like two minutes which wouldn't be any fun for you i want you to get the authentic experience i appreciate that yeah so yeah that'd be
0: fun good stuff well more to come on monster hunter probably in a future episode we want to thank you as we always do for listening to the Otaki brothers podcast 99 episodes in Kind of episode 100 on a technicality with the Parasite review. But Ryan and I, again, cannot thank you all enough. Hopefully, you got a kick out of the highlight reel earlier in the show. Drop a note in Discord. Send us an email at otakierbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you like about the show. Maybe what you want to see differently in the next 100. And as we also mentioned, the best gift you could give to Ryan and I is just throwing us a little review. On whatever podcast service you listen to this show, it would mean the absolute world to Ryan and I. And as this is our annual holiday Christmas special episode, we just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays. We'll see you, I guess, in the new year because that's when our Game of the Year episode will go live. But we just hope everyone is staying safe, remains healthy, and just is able to enjoy great video games and uh just staying home with your loved ones you know what i'm saying
1: yeah definitely
0: awesome well thank you again for listening to the podcast and we will see you on episode 100 next week when we talk about our games of the year but before i close out as i always do on the otaku this podcast i turn it to my co-host ryan do you have any parting words for our listeners
1: yeah i guess have a good holiday um Spend it playing video games because that's the most important thing and uh, spending time with loved ones. Stay safe, and we'll see you on episode 100. Oh,
0: yeah. See you, everyone. See ya.